Aloha, I'm Desmond Hakias, the host of Healing with Aloha podcast, where we talk about healing, grief, mental health, and passion. everyone. Thank you so much for joining us on the Healing with Aloha podcast. I'm the host, Deslin Hakias, and today we have a special guest all the way from France. Um, this is Arnaud St. Paul. He's a conscious technologist, founder of the Global Social Impact Project, Give Nation, the creator of the Heartfelt Method, and the author of the book, I is Born. And so with further ado, guys, um, here is Oh, my special guest, Arnon. Hello, Arnon. Oh, hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me, Deslin. Oh, you're welcome. Um, there's so many questions that I have for you, but can you share with people what led you? I've never heard of a, a conscious technologist. Uh, oh. What led you to, to down this path? <laughs> uh, okay. If it, I mean, right now, I, I'd rather, actually, I need to update my profile. It's probably <laughs> A, a conscious guide in general, but it, it is true that my professional life has led me into technology and finance, hence conscious technologies, because I'm also, you know, I've been starting my own personal journey when I was 13 years old. And, mm. uh, and then so consciousness has to be there. And then it was technologies, but now I'm more into the guidance aspect. So conscious guide would be my, my game. Uh, when I was 13, I started to really wake up, uh, spiritually speaking, and became obsessed with the question, who am I? And that mm. has led me to this, to this current moment where, for me, my life purpose is clear. It's about helping 1 billion people to open their heart to themselves and really um, have the courage to dare to love themselves and at the same time to be loved and this is not it is offered to everyone it is not necessarily chosen by everyone yes and it doesn't seem possible at some point but then it is and that's where when it becomes magical for everyone i i think that's incredible that you would go into i i tend to talk about this but um it's one thing to to like yourself and it's another thing to like and love yourself because a lot of times what maybe if you came up from trauma or you've been through um, a, growing up not having caregivers or people really embrace and love you, um, that you begin to doubt your self-worth. And I think it's beautiful, like what you're saying, that it's possible, you know, but it, it, not everybody chooses that path. Yes, and it's not necessarily connected to abuse. You can have an amazing family uh, that does the best it can, right, to to take care of you and so on, and still uh, not love yourself. And mm. also that idea of self, you know, I can change across time. Mm -hmm. we, we tend to first identify to this physical body and and all that goes with it, right? And, and the thoughts and the emotions. And at some point when we grow up, so to speak, or we blossom or we are reborn to ourselves, then that definition changes mm -hmm. and we start 
encompassing more, meaning not just this physical body, these emotions, these thoughts, but also the others and the environment and everything, life in general. So um, it's, it's really a journey into more compassion, empathy, altruism, but also a pure and unconditional love. That's where we're heading if we choose to again. But obviously when we have life showing to us all the different challenges, so to speak, uh, that um, we, we tend to live through, it's just there to show us that if we find the right angle, if we make the right choices, it is possible to be loved. And mm. if we trust our universe, our world will respond for sure. Uh, but again, it starts with us in any case. It cannot start elsewhere. So, I agree. I think, do you find that people have a tendency uh, to, to love other people, to love things, and not give that generosity um, that compassion, that energy to themselves, like within. It's easier. It's easier because I look at it and therefore I'm hypnotized by it. And because I don't believe in myself anyway, I don't Mm. believe even that I exist. Therefore, I I pour my love to them. And yes, it works for a little time. But at some point, you You burn out or you become empty. Yes. Or you get ill and, you know, all different things we can think about. Um, You know, in the process of people learning to love themselves, have you found that it's important for people to have boundaries in relationships? Um, You know, if you're always on the giving, giving end, then you won't be able to fill your heart. And, you know, like, take you get sick because, like you said, like, people are always giving and um, their energy, their attention, their money, whatnot, but then they don't step back because health and time to me is is more precious than anything. Money can come and go, but your health, once you, you lose your health, your de- decline and um, your time, you can't rewind it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I always have a difficulty with boundary, uh, not <laughs> as a concept, but more the word itself. But however, I agree. Uh, in the sense that you ask yourself the question, why do I give? For instance, just to take that example, I may be giving because I'm overflowing with love or time or money or whatever. That's one option, right? And in that case, it's it's like an apple tree. It is giving apples and it doesn't care. <laughs> what he wants to be is an apple tree and he's doing that. <laughs> so all good there. Or is it because you want to be loved? Mm. Or is it because you believe that you are not worth anything and therefore it's better to give everything? Or is it because dot, dot, dot. Uh, And so it's really important to feel who am I in that action? And if that, when you are actually giving from your heart without expecting anything and because you feel called for it, there's no boundaries to be had. Because yes. you're already valuing yourself. You're already in your center. You, you are now in this moment. You're gifting whatever you're gifting. And it's just, it's just an extension of you. So mm. there are boundaries at all. The boundary thing happens when you're not in your true center. 
when so when in other words when you're in your ego and trying to make do whatever you're trying to make do at that time so that's why i'm having these little issues with boundaries oh because uh, <laughs> well, i i i I noticed that in life, there's some people who give and then there's some people who take. And sometimes people who are blessed and always wanting to give, there's people who always continuously take. And so um, you being aware of, okay, I can do this event or I can um, do this exchange. However, right now um, I can see my energy is low, my health is declining and I need to pull back so I can restore myself. Um, that's that's the kind of things that um, I was thinking that people have to to know um, the boundaries like to what capacity do you give and then what capacity do you because sometimes they don't know they just keep going 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 and then then you end up with people who burn out so you touch a very important point each eye you know your eye my eye each have their own their own individual world, uh, completely separated from all the others. I know it sounds bizarre, but that's how it works. Uh, I can get into the details of that if we have time. But and the thing is, I the giver, and let's say that you are I the receiver, just for the sake of that conversation. And if I give from the the essence of my being it's not even a gift it's just my love expressing myself and i can't help it but i have to do it now right and and it happens that you're in front of me and (laughs) receive it because you are ready to receive as well right so in that space it is simple Mm -hmm. it is a pure expression of love whichever that shape of love we're talking about then and it just happens and it has an end right mm-hmm. happened then it's over and you stop receiving from me in any case in that case i may be giving again in another moment but it's independent from the first moment it's just that it is my nature and therefore i do again mm-hmm. like the apple tree. L- yeah uh, uh you as a receiver, it happens that you have in that ideal scenario uh, that you have that belief that it is okay to receive because you love yourself. And Mm. therefore you're ready for the life, for life in general, through me in this case, to receive. And so you do, and it's beautiful. So you see, there is no imbalance there, or there there is a balance of giving, receiving, that is a perfect match, and both are energized thanks to it. Yes. This is the ideal scenario, which is the one that happens less often, let's put it that way, and is a bit <laughs> contrary to what you were describing earlier. Yeah. Obviously, from that down to you know all that can be, there are many, many shades of many, many colors, right? But and the other side of the spectrum that, to illustrate is let's say you and I again, and I give because I want you to love me. Oh. And please pay, pay attention to me and I'm going to give you this and this and that because this is the way I've learned maybe or this is the way I believe it works, right? And I want to give you my bottle and my wallet and everything because I need your attention. 
And you, it happens that you're ready to receive from the universe, but you also have maybe a belief of hoarding or of, you know, something that is a bit slightly distorted. Because for you to be able to receive from that love that I just expressed, there is a need of a matching vibration, which is as distorted as the one that was giving. Mm, mm, mm. Now we're playing our drama together and we're playing some karma at some point also maybe. And boom, from that moment of exchange starts new uh, moments which are continuing that pattern we, we each have on our in our world of giving, receiving, and maybe it gets worse and so that it gets to a momentum at some point so that it can be shifted if each individual wants to. Because mm. mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think I, I can see where like the, the first point you're saying, like it's a give and take and it's a clean, right? Like, thank you, gratitude. But then the second one is like, you are giving but it's unrealistic almost because it becomes an unhealthy relationship because you feel I need this person to feel love for me yes. when um, you are valuable, you're worthy in your love and it doesn't, your worth doesn't come from someone, someone's outside love, loving you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yes, exactly. But so it, it, it's-, it's so profound though, because I, I, I see what you're saying. Um, and I, I can relate a lot to the second one, <laughs> you know what I mean? And so, um, I'm, I'm, I'm a divorced single mom. Um, and so I, I noticed that there's a pattern of how I engage in relationships, um, and, and not being aware uh-huh. it, it, it has to come with us stepping back and being aware that it's, we're not uh, the second way we, you know, we're throwing things and hope that this person will, will love, accept us when it comes from within, like you loving and accepting yourself and being okay. Yes. Yes. Because you know what? You're so amazing. There's no reason why not. Absolutely <laughs> none whatsoever, but the ones that you're creating for yourself. Yes. That's, that's the, the irony of it. Mm. So what if we just, you know, simply accept ourselves, embrace ourselves, have compassion for ourselves, say, it's okay. You know, so far, I haven't been really, really, really nice with myself. Okay. And let's take myself by the hand and say, let's try. Let's try to be nicer with ourselves. And, and more importantly, accept that, you know, I have a very little nice pinky finger and it's beautiful and I accept it as it is. And then maybe I can expand beyond that. And, and, and then what happens is that the relationships you see coming to you starts to become more healthy and more balanced because you are within yourself more balanced as well. I agree. Um, I guess the balance part is um, what you uh, talk about is harmony, uh, that when you can be in harmony with who you are, um, then you're going to be able to attract um, healthy relationships, healthy opportunities, because um, you you understand that um, you're worthy of it. When you uh, feel I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, you tend to push away um, 
people or opportunities because you fear that I am not able to, you know, and so it's, it's important to have harmony within yourself to open yourself up to, to yes. positive energy and love. And, and, and you, you used a word that I think is important to, to go over. Uh, so I, a lot of people are talking about attracting and this is not the right word in my understanding of things we are aligning with which needs a lot of less efforts it's less effort based it's easy to align with so in other words when i am deciding consciously and i'm taking my hand and i'm going you know i'm loving a little bit further myself a tiny bit every moment or every day or every hour and in any way shape or form uh, and I nurture myself, etc. Each time I do that, just one single step, boom, I change my alignment. My energy structure changes, and therefore I am matched with another set of circumstances or potentials that bring me uh, a new encounter. A, or a different type of encounter. It could be the same person with a different uh, vibration, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but the bottom line is, each time you shift something, boom, automatically, it changes your whole landscape. Not necessarily visually, but definitely energetically. And also, why not visually? So in other words, there's a, a formula that I created uh, and that I, that I share sometimes, which is a very simple formula that explains absolutely everything in your life. And if you follow that formula, you know, you're good to go. <laughs> uh, well, can you share it? I'm interested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, you're good to go towards more love and more unconditional love, of course. So the formula is super easy. It's R equal F uh, parenthesis I. So um, uh, if you remember a bit your maths uh, from, from a, a little while ago, uh, F is function of, right? F parenthesis. So it's function of I and the R is reality. Mm. So reality is a function of I. Okay. So that means that anything that I am able to choose for my I Whatever I am ready to see for my eye and through my eye as well, by the way, then all of a sudden it becomes a reality. And and I am able to start experiencing it as well. So in other words, how can you become the apple tree (laughs) to get back to to what we were saying earlier? Yeah, no, um, you become the apple tree. First, you got to become a seed and you got to be willing to be planted and have the patience as you grow. And after you grow, um, you're able to give the fruits that bear. And so it, it it's with you. Like when you, you love yourself and you accept yourself, then you're going to be able to accept others, regardless if they understand you, agree with you, you, you can be at peace knowing that you're not here to win people over. You're just here to be the best version of you and to touch lives. Indeed. Indeed. Yes. I, I, I think it's, um, it's so incredible and it's so amazing 
Um, but like you said, ultimately, it's people's willingness to want to truly like and love themselves. Um, and, and it's not easily accepted. The thing is, we tend to see things in absolutes. How come that I'm going to love myself when I know I'm hating myself right now? Not possible. Because again, we're, we're, we're placing, where we're looking at loving in general or loving myself, it seems like unreachable. It's like paradise, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and you live in Hawaii, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, uh, but the thing is, let's take a very simple first step and then another one and making simple choices, very simple ones, whether it's expansion or fear. That's super simple. Everybody can do that. So let's choose again and again and again more expansion. That should be easy. And then see what happens. Yeah. What, what if I did this? What great things could come into my life? What great relationships that could come in our lives? Honestly, I was just thinking about this when you were talking that for a lot of people, if they took the time to invest in, and really look, how am I feeling? Where am I at? I think a lot of people would have to change the direction they're going because sometimes um, people can be going a certain direction to please other people, society, parents, um, spouse, uh, you know, just to fit in, but it's not heart driven or it's not um, centered to who their essence is. Mm -hmm. And it's scary because it, it, it's like, it's better to go autopilot than yes. to go, go deep within yourself. But it, I think it's important because life is so short and, and you want to be able to be aligned with the people that are meant for you to cross paths with. Yes, indeed. Yeah. You're saying everything and you don't need me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this conversation. I think, um, you know, being able to have these discussions, um, I hope our listeners can, can really step back in and understand that it is so much more than like you said um, earlier about um, you know, like the materialistic things, the outward things, but um, genuinely embracing and loving yourself. I had a question. And, and, um, and sorry, just before you start with the other question, and understanding that they are much, 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 much more than what they think they are. Mm. Let's start with that. I, you know, I agree. Sometimes you have to listen to people who love you for you to, to acknowledge how special you are because mm -hmm. you're so busy going, going, going that um, others need to help you to see what you don't see. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot of times it's the good things. People brush off compliments. Mm. Oh, it's nothing. <laughs> and it's like no it's a gift they're giving you a gift of love and you receive it and you embrace it <laughs> uh i wanted to know about um your project give nation mm -hmm. can you share briefly yeah. about that give nation uh is a project is a long-term project where i i'd love to see in the world a space an ecosystem for children to become philanthropists. In other words, to be able to practice empathy, compassion, and altruism from an, a young age of uh, five. And so that 
and learn sustainable financial literacy. But uh, the, 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 the objective is that when we are in that period from three to seven, we're really creating lifelong patterns. So if I can provide an opportunity for children to really practice this empathy, compassion, altruism, it's a great pavement, I guess, or foundation on which they can build their life. So that's the, uh, the journey we are on. And we've developed curriculums for schools and we're looking to grow them in schools as much as we can. And uh, we're using blockchain as well to you know, make it more interesting to some people. <laughs> And, uh, and yeah, so that's, that's the journey on which we are there as well. I think that's going to be healing um, because as they learn these things, um, they, they teach it to their families and their parents. That's the whole idea. Indeed. And, and the, the children, they have uh, more openness to change. And so is that why you chose to work with children? Yes, you got me. I mean, I think that's brilliant because like you said, it's they're um, having them um, to instill it into them at a, such a young age. Mm. Um, it becomes natural. It becomes yes. a part of them. Yes, exactly. Is that something just in your country or is that something? No, no, no worldwide. worldwide. Oh. If there is anybody in your audience that have a school and wants to have it and yeah, they go to our website, givenation.world and happy to work with them on that okay because i um, i know a lot of teachers here in um uh, the hawaiian islands and so um, love can, that. Yeah, yeah me too for sure uh can you explain to me why do you think it's important to teach empathy because i don't think that's something people understand it's so valuable i i guess you know my, my personal life purpose is to help one billion people to open their heart to themselves and the very first steps for that is really to start listening, right? Uh, and, and therefore, empathy, compassion, altruism. So empathy is listening. Compassion is opening your heart. And altruism is action. So with these three, we already have three amazing pillars on which I can really act or, or better said, experience my life more through my heart than the mind and you know the all the the issues that it uh, it entails so that's why i chose that uh, because i believe in a world that driven through the heart we can be i mean we can really live a a paradise we are living a paradise only if we open our heart to ourselves to everything I, I love that. Um, I think you're right. Like empathy is listening, um, listening with an openness to to try to understand where that person's coming from. Yes. I mean, you can't fully understand, but the heart to. So yeah. actually, it goes. You're right. It's it's deeper than that. It's listening to the other. Yes, but it's listening with your heart. So it is first also learning how to listen to your own heart. Because he's talking to you. You never listen. That's also the thing. Your heart loves you all the time. You're not listening. So maybe, so it's, it's all coherent, right? It's, I 
deepen my listening to my heart. And then all of a sudden, I'm able to listen to the others. And instantly, it's, it just happens. And therefore, I'm more in tune with you. And I'm able to be compassionate and help, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, it's, it's I, I think it's awesome, though. It's like real simple. Yes. Right? Empathy, compassion, and then you said altru- altru- altruism. Altruism. Yeah, altruism. Yes. I'm taking action. And I think to even listen to someone and hold space for them, I think that is something that is so needed in the world. I tell people, we're all gifted. Like, you don't realize the ability to listen is a gift. Yes. Because sometimes people don't feel anyone cares. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I realize that people don't underestimate that gift is listening and, and caring for someone who, who doesn't feel that at their mm-hmm. current state of, you know, mm-hmm. I and whatnot. Um, so I really appreciate um, the conversation that we have. And I thank you so much um, for thank being you. able to touch lives and um, to, to help people to connect with their hearts. And to really love themselves. Oh, is, is there something that you're working on before the end of the year that you want to share with our listeners? I mean, we're launching retreats on the Nile in Egypt, which is absolutely <gasps> outstanding. Uh, so uh, we're also launching retreats about balancing the family and the masculine, which is going to be very interesting. Uh, we're, we're building a university in Zurich, but that's for next year and uh, in switzerland so a lot of different things i guess if people want to know more uh, the whether they want to you know start listening a bit about our my content and all that they can go to tapuat.com slash harmony so tapuat's t-a-p-u-a-t.com slash harmony and if they want to know about the retreat is tapuat.com slash egypt and uh and so yeah they can learn about that that's going to be really cool uh i think it's beyond cool i think it's going to be incredible (laughs) i mean the idea is so it sounds so calming (laughs) and we've done it a few times already and it's it's always absolutely amazing i I, i'm happy and i'm grateful uh you know what what you're doing and and the upcoming projects and i i wanted to say thank you again um for joining us thank here on the healing with aloha podcast yeah, um please guys um get to know arnaud st paul um, follow him um if you are someone who's an educator and want to um connect with um what he's doing please reach out i'm going to have all the information for you guys um thank you and if you haven't already subscribed to the healing with aloha project Okay, aloha. Aloha.